Welcome to audio from Ballyhalbert Gospel Hall. Listen in as we open God's Word and share how it should impact our lives. We hope it blesses you. Post office out in the country, out of Ballymena, and I had a mask on. And I said to the lady, I'm not here to hold you up. I'm only here to buy a book of stamps. So it's strange times, but the Lord has been good, and he has kept us safe, and we thank God for his goodness. And it is 19 months exactly since I was here last. On the 8th of March, Lord's Night, the 8th of March, we were here. Two weeks later was the lockdown, and we're just back again. And we're still not really back to normality. But I believe tonight, and Desi has actually touched on it, the Lord's coming back again. We can understand everything that is going on. But I believe that these are signs that George Beverly Shea used to sing about when he sang that lovely hymn. The king is coming. We have a little children's meeting and we had to stop uh, almost at the end of our, just before the end of our little season. And we've been trying to keep in contact with these children by getting them to do the work study of the postal Sunday school. And by going out to their home, we're keeping contact. And we're having something on Thursday night that we have never had before. We're going to have a drive-in, especially for children and their parents. We've got a trailer and a PA and all the rest. Will you pray for that at 7 o'clock on Thursday night, uh, God willing? And then we have had a number of drive-in missions with our dear brother, Oliver McAllister, and we have been in Portadown, Belly Money, and we're starting in Coleraine tomorrow week. Will you please pray for us? And some people are asking us, what about Romania? We have an interest in Romania and have been going out for 23 years. And we're so glad to say that since the COVID, and we haven't been able to get out uh, for nearly two years, we have been able to send out to orphanages, to different workers between eight and nine thousand pounds. So will you pray for this, that the Lord will continue to bless. Now I'm going to turn to two passages of scripture and uh, you're listening well. And we'll get you out in good time. I don't like long preachers. And uh, I'm so glad to see the children here and young people. And it's always encouraging to see boys and girls and teenagers. We're going to turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 12. The book of Exodus, chapter 12, just for one or two verses. In Exodus chapter 12 
And verse 13, we read these words. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And then if you go to verse 29, we read these words. And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of the cattle. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants, and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. Now your final reading is found in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew's Gospel, uh, chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. And we read these lovely words um, concerning the Lord Jesus Christ and the ten virgins. We'll go to verse 6 just for the sake of time. And at midnight... There was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. And then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wives, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Verse 12. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know, know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. And these are wonderful words of caution and challenge as we finish our Bible readings. Let's just have a wee quick word of prayer. Lord, at the end of our meeting tonight, we thank thee for bringing in uh, all these dear people. We thank the Lord for being with us in these difficult days when some people have even lost their life through this awful COVID-19. But Lord, tonight we pray that every person here in this hall, that will all be reminded that death is sure, eternity is sure, and we can have assurance of salvation through faith in Christ and his risen work at Calvary. Lord, give us help. We're needy. We're unworthy. We're only, as it were, signposts pointing people to thee. We pray that you'll give us help and bless that what has already gone before.
For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to speak just for a few minutes about midnight. Now, when I was a wee boy, uh, you were told by your parents early to bed and early to rise. And of course, you always had to go to bed, especially going to school at a decent time. But when I got a bit bigger and I went out to stay with my grandparents at the end of the old year and the beginning of the new year, I always got staying up to midnight. And it seemed uh, to a boy to be very late. We have had already tonight two mentions of this word midnight. We have been reading in Exodus chapter 12 and we have read concerning the death angel coming over Egypt. We read in verse 29, And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. Now, we had the wonderful privilege, our brother Desi and I, we go back a long time. We have known each other for many years. And we thank God for Desi and Joan. They have been a great help to us. Way back in 1992, almost 30 years ago, some of you weren't even born. We had the privilege of going to Israel, that great country, and what a privilege that was. And in April uh, 1992, uh, we were there for the Passover and also for Easter. On the Friday evening, staying in the Ron Beach Hotel at the side of the Sea of Galilee in the uh, little town of Tiberias, we had the privilege of having a meal with the guests and the owner and his family of that Ron Beach Hotel. It was a great occasion. The people that owned it were Jewish people. And while we couldn't understand what they were saying, it was because it was all in Hebrew. And I can speak a bit of English, but I certainly can't speak any Hebrew. And you know, that night, as we observed them having this meal, and in the activities and what they were saying in their own language, we understood that this was an important occasion, the Passover, when God smote the Egyptians and the children of Israel were released from many years of bondage. And it was a very important occasion. We were reading in verse 13 that Moses said to the people that they were to kill a little lamb. It had to be carefully selected. It couldn't be a lamb with disease. It had to be a lamb chosen 
for this important sacrifice. And then the lamb had to be kept for 14 days, and that was to prove that it was free from disease. It was free from corruption. And then after being kept 14 days, it was to be put to death, and the blood was to be applied to the doorpost. And of course this was to make preparation for what was going to happen during the tenth and final plague that God sent to Egypt because he wanted to release his people from bondage. And of course, everyone who had any sense, and I'm sure all of the Israelites adhered to what Moses had told them that God had told him to kill the little lamb put it to death, and put the blood on the doorpost. And we read that that night, at midnight, there was an awful cry. We could talk about the midnight sorrow. What happened that night? Can you imagine it? All those homes, with all those dear people, the firstborn of every family, the firstborn of every animal. And that night there wasn't a home in Egypt where the blood had not been applied that was saved from the awful punishment and judgment when the death angel came through Egypt. Now I want to ask you a wee question. Have you made preparation for the midnight hour? Have you made preparation for eternity? You know, we hear of people, and uh, the older you get, the more uh, letters you get telling you that you should make a plan for your funeral arrangements. And that's maybe okay. But you know you can make a plan for your funeral arrangements you maybe haven't prepared for the great eternity. You see, that night at midnight, God's judgment came on the firstborn of every family where the blood had not been applied. Tell me tonight, are you trusting Christ's work at Calvary? I love that little verse that says, there is a life I could not live, a death I could not die. On another's life and another's death, I rest my hope for all eternity. Next month, on the 10th of the month, the day before the anniversary of that terrible tragedy that took place, out there in America in 2001, September the 11th, the day before that, I'm going to be 60 years of age. Now, you might say you're more than 60. You're kidding us. Do you think I would do that? Well, you know, I have two birthdays. 
Now, if I'm spared to next Sunday, I'm going to be 74. You didn't think it was that? Sure you did. Maybe you thought it was 84. But I'm going to celebrate. If the Lord spares and tarries, in a few weeks' time, 60 years on the road to heaven. How did it happen? Well, Desi told you about his home. The Spirit of God convicting him. And you know, one night after attending a meeting in a gospel hall in Ballymena, I went home and my mother spoke to me about my soul. And that night, simply, sincerely, soberly, in my own bedroom, I called upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Remember Peter, when he was going down for the third time, he cried, Lord, save me. If there's a wee boy here tonight, or a wee girl, or a teenager, even before the meeting has concluded, you can simply call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, one of the favorite verses of mine in the scriptures, John 6 and 37, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh I will in no wise cast out. No wonder the Jewish people in the Ron Beach Hotel were excited because as a nation they were liberated that night at midnight and of course Pharaoh wasn't long in letting them go. Of course he changed his mind and he pursued them and of course there were many killed and drowned in the Red Sea but we won't go into that tonight. Now as a finish and I promise you I won't keep you too long. I love this uh, reading concerning Matthew chapter 25. And we read here, and how true these words say are. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Now, you all know this story well. I'm sure you've learned it at Sunday school. There were ten virgins. Five were wise. Five were foolish. Now, to look at them, they all looked the same. They all had lamps. What was the difference? Why did the Lord call five foolish and five wise? What is the difference? Now, if I was to ask you that question, I think some of these young fellas would probably put up their hand and they would say with the background of teaching you get here, the difference was this. Five had the oil in their lamps. Five had no oil in their lamps. Now, they looked the same. And you know, the five that were called foolish the fact that they had come to meet the bridegroom was good. 
And the fact that they brought their lamps was good but silly. Because a lamp is absolutely useless if there's no power. You see the difference as I look down this hall tonight. I would say everyone here looking at you are going to heaven. You all seem to be genuine people, people who love the Lord. But you know, I'm probably mistaken. To look, and of course the Bible says that God looks, that man looks in the outward appearance. But where does God look? He looks the heart. Have you got oil in your lamp tonight? There's a wee chorus that we love to sing with the children. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. What is the Bible talking about when it talks about oil? I believe it is referring to the Holy Spirit. And you know, every believer here tonight is indwelt by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says if you haven't the Spirit of God, you're not of Him. The Bible says that which is of the flesh is flesh, and that which is of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, ye must be born again. Now I want to ask you a wee question. Just before I pray, we won't sing anymore and we'll be going to the door and to say goodbye and if there's anyone who would like to talk to us about these things our brother Desi myself uh, many of the people here would love to talk to you we can't save you we couldn't even save ourselves you know they said about Christ and it was very true he saved others, himself. He couldn't save. Do you know why he couldn't save himself on the cross? Had he not have died, had he not shed his blood, had he come down from the tree as the, one of the thieves exhorted him to do, then you and I wouldn't have been saved tonight. He can save you. Here's a wee chorus I'll leave with you. Only trust him. Only trust him. Only trust him. Now. He will save you. He will save you. He will save you now. Let's just have a wee word of prayer. Lord, we want to thank you for the privilege of being here at Ballyhalbert tonight. We have many happy memories of being here down through the years. Many of the people that used to be here, some of them are gone home to glory and they're with you and they're so glad that you died for them <clears throat> on the center cross. We thank thee for dear brother Desi and helping him uh, to tell us how he found Christ as his own and personal saviour. Remember his family, save them. And Lord, remember every family here tonight.
There's some, Lord, perhaps, <coughs> thinking about it. There's some maybe considering, but they haven't made that decision. Lord, give them wisdom and grace and help tonight to make Christ their final choice. Remember those who are sick and can't be here tonight. Remember those who are elderly and perhaps are still isolated. Remember our NHS. Remember every medical uh, doctor and every nurse and everyone who's seeking to help in this difficult time. Lord, remember those who are in government. Give them wisdom. Lord, we pray to bless the seed that has been sown here tonight. May it bring forth fruit. And Lord, we pray you'll give every one of us safety as we travel back home again. For we ask it in the lovely and precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his glory. Amen. Thank you for your